You're listening to the She's on Her Toes podcast, episode 10. She's on Her Toes podcast is about getting ahead in the business of fitness. We'll take a real-life look at what it takes to own and operate a boutique fitness studio, sharing what it's really like to run a business. You know, all the stuff they don't teach you in business school. Well, welcome to episode 10 of the She's on Her Toes podcast. I am Carolyn Hearn, and as always, I am joined by my two managers, Emily Gustafson and Christina Shafka, and uh, we're super excited today. We're going to be talking about like what we're reading and all of that good stuff, what we're listening to, what we're reading, and why it's important as business owners, and I think just women in general, to be constantly reading and, you know, continuously learning. And I guess if you're new to the podcast, episode 10, so we've got a little bit of a backlog, you can go back to episode one and start from the beginning and get a sense of what this podcast is all about. But basically, She's on Her Toes is a podcast about getting ahead in the business of fitness. That's what we do here. I own two Pure Bar studios, one in Winston-Salem and the other in Clemens, both in North Carolina. And that's all what we do all day is pretty much, uh, you know, run these studios. I do that with the help of Emily and Christina and the rest of my team. I guess we're about, what, like 17 strong these days? So it's quite the operation. And uh, hopefully what we talk about resonates with you and what you're doing in your business or your corporate job. And or even if you don't work at all, hopefully you can take some of the things that we talk about and apply them into your own life. That is the goal. So I just want to thank everyone for listening. And please remember, if you enjoy the podcast, leave a review. Leaving reviews really helps us out. It helps us reach a broader audience and uh, that will help people find the podcast. And then also, uh, I mean, it helps us like make sure that we know what you're interested in hearing, what you're interested in having us talk about. Top, different topics, that kind of thing. I got an awesome um, uh, text from a friend who I really hadn't even spoken to in, I think it was like three years. And this person uh, basically, I only found the podcast, I think, from like reviews and like a recommendation from iTunes so or Apple Podcasts. So that is why we're asking for this, uh, this favor to leave a review because it really does make a difference. And Today's, uh, to this week's review is actually from one of our team members, Malin Hobson, and she is an employee of the studios, and she writes, as an employee of Pure Bar Winston-Salem and Pure Bar Clemens, I have come to the realization that Carolyn knows her stuff. All right, raises all around. <laughs> no, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> And that Emily and Christina are also wonderful. Good. I'm glad that you uh, took the time to mention Emily and Christina. No, just kidding. But so glad that she is sharing all this info with you guys as we have had a lot of awesome trainings with her and her business coach as a staff. We truly do have a rock star team and a rock star boss. Well, thank you, Malin. That's awesome. And uh, I'll be sure to slip you a few 20s uh, <laughs> at the next team meeting. And uh, anybody else that works for me is welcome to leave a review as well. Don't be shy. 
and we'll, uh, but yeah, I totally agree. I think that we do have a rock star team and I think that that is in part because we work so hard at it. It's really a priority here at this business to have a great team and to focus on the team because, I mean, I think a lot of people are under the impression that, you know, the customer is the most, most important part of your business and I, yeah, customers are super important and I love all of our clients. And obviously we wouldn't be where we are without them, but it's really the team that brings the clients in and provides the experience to them. So if you're having trouble with your team, then you really are having trouble with your entire business. And that's going to eventually turn clients away and have a negative impact on uh, both the top line and the bottom line. So just keep that in mind. And yeah, so let's get into our topic today. I mean, it turns out that what you do every day really does matter. The most successful individuals on this planet have daily rituals to keep them at the top of their game, and overwhelmingly, the most successful and wealthy read books. I mean, actual books, people, with pages and paper. I mean, maybe on your iPad or your Kindle. That's cool, but books. And they read every single day. Okay, okay, so some of them listen to books on podcasts. I know we all are members of Audible, right? And we obviously subscribe to podcasts. Hopefully you're subscribing to this one. But reading the written word directly correlates to higher education and then uh, higher income. Studies have shown that reading seven or more books per year makes you 122% more likely to be a millionaire. And why is that? Maybe it's because reading expands the mind and encourages creativity. Maybe it's uh, because so many of us don't read that this type of continuous learning gives regular readers a huge advantage in business and in life. But today, we're going to talk about that and share our favorite books and podcasts to help you develop a strong habit of reading. So I guess let's start out. Why is reading and developing the habit of reading, and I think it really is a habit, so important to all of us? Coming from an education background and working with, I used to work with five and six year olds, so kindergartners, you could literally tell the children that were read to when they were, as they were growing up before they got to school, and you could immediately tell the kids that were going to be more successful in school based on how quickly they picked up reading. So when you had a child start to fall behind, a lot of times those kids never caught back up, and that's super detrimental to their education, to you know the job that they end up getting. And so even from a very young age, like just working in that previous career, you could really see how much reading can correlate to success and so I think it's one of the things that is just so important in deci deciding if you are going to be successful or not arm arming you with the tools that you need to be successful yes I totally agree I was a teacher as well and you definitely I worked with around eight and nine year olds for the most part and if they got to fourth grade already and they you could tell who had really uh, excelled with reading and whatnot because it played into everything else, um, just how they spoke to each other and just how successful they were in class. It all started with that. But going back to why I feel it's important as well as, um, and just sort of 
I find it as a way to sort of lose yourself and just if you have so many things going on, and I read probably more fiction than I know Carolyn does, <laughs> um, so mine will be a little different, and I'm, I'm trying to add in some more nonfiction, but um, I know that it's a time where I can just get the book out, maybe have you know a glass of wine or tea or something, and just lose myself for an hour or so and not have to think about anything else. And your mind just becomes, I think, more creative Mm -hmm. and you're exposed to more and it's just, it's fun in a way for me. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. definitely. I mean, do you think like that the habit of reading is really like solidified when you're a kid? I mean, because I know like as adults, we can kind of like, you graduate college Mm -hmm. maybe and then you're like, eh, like whatever. And then you kind of get out of it. But, like, do you think that just, like, that, like, if you're not really reading as a kid, then, like, the chances of you reading later are... I was going to talk about this later, but, and some people out there are going to be like, oh, man, Emily's the biggest dork. And some of you are going to be like, oh, I love her. So, like, you can fall on either side of it. It's totally fine. fine. Um, But I clearly remember I loved to read as a little kid, and then I kind of, I guess, school, I was just like, I hate it. I didn't want to read. It was like a fight all the time. Never wanted to do it. And then I picked up the Harry Potter books. Yes. And I read them all. Like, I guess I didn't get them early enough. Like, they were all out by the time I read them. And I, that's my first experience of, like, not being able to get enough from a book and, like, just soaking up every single thing I could. And I loved it. And ever since then, I've been an avid reader. So I think that it really, like, in the early years, if you can touch on the interest of kids and, like, get kids exciting about reading, I think that builds a really strong foundation for continuing that all the way through school and then into adulthood. But if, if you can never, like, incite that interest, then I think you struggle into adulthood because you just decide, oh, man, I don't have to read anymore. Like, I've had to fight right. not reading yes. forever, yes. and I hate it. And then, you know, you go out into adulthood, and you don't, you don't pick up a book. You know, you maybe you read a magazine or you read the paper, but you don't pick up another actual novel or nonfiction book or whatever. So I think it really depends on building strong foundations. Yes, I agree 100%. I think that's so funny that you talk about the <laughs> Harry Potter books, not because... <laughs> Did you read them? No. Of course you didn't read them. What about Twilight? No. Read all of them? I was a Twilight, yeah. You have to remember that, like, I'm a little bit older than all. So, like, when Harry Potter and Twilight came out, I was, like, had already been working. I was too old to be reading them. Like, I was, like, 30 or something. Like, I wasn't going to be reading that. Like... So, but, like, I do think it's funny that you talk about Harry Potter because I, th- I mean, I've seen a few of the movies, not all of them, but which you're all like, oh, yeah, right, no wonder you haven't seen, like, you haven't seen any of the movies, you haven't read any of the books. I uh, watch the movies, like, every two months. Like, I'm just, I'm really being, ser- I'm being open here. <laughs> no, I love it. No, I, I think it just kind of explains a lot and uh, that you, like, because you're, like, a pretty creative person, right? And yeah. I feel like Harry Potter is, like, super whimsical. This is true. Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. Like, like, really, like, fantastic, you yeah. know? Like, there's just, like, a lot going on. Absolutely. So, like, I had a really, I had a, a like, a, like, I don't know, a series of books that, like, I was really into. And I think this is just going to explain oh gosh, a lot about, like, what's going on <laughs> at the studios versus, like, your love of reading versus mine. So, I really love the Babysitter Club books. No! Oh, my gosh! Yeah, I literally could 
could read like five of those things in a day. And I just think it's so funny because it's like these girls, you know, they like, have, do y'all know what the babysitter oh, books yes. are? Oh, yeah. I know yes. what they are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like they, it was this group of girls that like formed this business. Like... <laughs> high school I don't even think they could drive but like and then they just were like oh yeah like we all love to babysit wouldn't it be awesome (laughs) if we just had like a hotline and we just like hung out at each other's homes in the afternoons and then all of our babysitting like people could call us and like book us and then that's what they did sold (laughs) but it was just so funny and then oh my god there were super specials so like you had like the series and then there were I think like three or five like of these like bonus books <laughs> that were like three times as long so that would take me like a couple days yeah. to read. Yeah. I remember I had some of those in my classroom and the kids were not interested. Oh, no. <laughs> they were like these are outdated. I literally <laughs> read all of them. I mean they were like brand new like they oh yeah for like, sure like, yeah. I remember like going to like Costco or like Sam's I guess we went to Sam's Club yeah because yeah. we didn't really have Costco yeah. where I lived and like being like mom can I please get like it was like a packet yeah. you know like a book I'd be like can I please get the next babysitter's that clothes awesome. and she'd That's be really like funny. okay yeah. maybe <laughs> I love it yes yeah so good times all right well hopefully we've moved on from Harry Potter <laughs> and the babysitter club I don't know but maybe we haven't <laughs> it might come up again later yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, as women in business, I mean, why should we be reading or listening to podcasts? So, go. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> think um, I would like to probably read some more business type books and whatnot, which uh, we're already, Emily and I are working on one now. Um, Carolyn has given us called Never Lose a Customer Again. And um, it, I think the one way you can grow once you're past college and everything, obviously just other than day-to-day learning from the job you do and everything is by learning from others and what they've already experienced from in the same area or workforce that you are in or profession that you're in and possibly avoiding some mistakes that they went through and experienced themselves. You can read it and learn from it and I think it'll it opens up more doors and whatnot and it just expands your knowledge all around and will make you more successful at what you're doing yeah just expanding on that I think anybody in general but especially women like if if you feel like you're you are already coming in you know a step behind or you feel like you have to work just that much harder than somebody else why would you not want to like arm yourself with all the information that you can and it is a really like you don't have to you know, go back to school and get the degree in this and that you can really learn from all, like Christina said, of people that have already been there or people that have some things to offer. And all you're doing is giving yourself more information and giving yourself a better chance of reaching whatever that next goal may be or just providing a better work at your job because you have, you know, you've spent time learning more than maybe the people you're working with have. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that 
yeah, like obviously continuous learning is really important, but I guess like on a more, <laughs> I don't know what the word is, uh, like probably something you've never thought of side is, uh, and I think this applies directly to me, like when I was uh, interviewing for my investment banking job out of business school, I went to business school and decided that I was going to be an investment banker. I didn't know anything about investment banking. I had not even taken a math class in 12 years. So I was super qualified, <laughs> uh, but that's what I wanted to do. And, you know, I figured out pretty quickly that the, like, the best way to reach this goal is, was to network. And, you know, one of the things that kind of sets a lot of people apart when they network is whether or not you're really effing boring or if you're like, you know, kind of like a fun person that can have a conversation and like knows a lot about like a lot of random stuff and like you can like hang out with people and they don't want to be like, oh, like I'm going to go get another drink and they like leave you and you're like, ah, you know? No, like if you can have a conversation with people and network and like be at a cocktail party and everyone's like, oh, wow, like that's somebody who I really want to spend, you know, a hundred hours a week with, then I guess you'll get the job. <laughs> so, I mean, just thinking about that, like, especially with so many, you know, like office deals and whatnot being made on the golf course and what, I don't play golf and I am not going to learn to play golf like you got to find some way to like get noticed and get in there because a lot of uh, I feel like corporate America is you know kind of designed around like men's sports and like men's activities and kind of like that whole thing so yeah if you can read some books and you kind of have some interesting things to say or like a cool perspective on something then yeah you got to do what you got to do to you know, make yourself stand out and, you know, just be like a more well-rounded, just, you know, gregarious, like awesome person to be around. Anyways, that's just my take on it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, do you think that reading really gives us an advantage at work? I mean, I guess we've kind of talked about that a little bit. I mean, I would say, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the things that when I started managing people, I got really interested in, and my degree's in psychology, so it's not that shocking, but just I love reading about human behavior. Mm -hmm. And I think that reading about that and reading different perspectives and learning different things has 100% made me a better manager because I'm learning, I, you, I've learned how to work with different kinds of people and I've learned like what kinds of conversations are going to end positively and what kinds of yeah. conversations yeah. are um, you know you just do this yeah. Yeah. do not do this I just you know learning reading about you know reading about how like humans interact and human behavior in the workplace or even just not in your personal life um, that's one area that I think even if you're not managing people, but just like being able to have stronger relationships with people and being able to, like Carolyn said, be more interesting and mm -hmm. be able to, you know, promote long lasting relationships and, and know how to interact with people is something that's going to set you apart from others. It, but reading has a lot to do, even just with life, it sort of goes hand in hand with how, what type of person you are, I guess. I don't know. That's no, I think yeah. that totally, I totally get that and I almost think that that maybe like carries off into like adulthood right like if you're not sure. like you know doing like smart things or like making smart choices then yeah you're gonna seek attention yeah. in like negative and ways I know right? we as <laughs> yeah as teachers and I know Emily can relate you tried to find what worked or how, how you could spark that interest and whatnot because that's our goal like how can we make this child 
want to read (laughs) and some you just aren't able to and that it just shows later on in life yeah how successful they are and you know then you hear about some that maybe they're on the news for things you don't want to hear about and it just goes back to how it all began yeah Yeah. it's crazy well I mean I think it's interesting that in addition to reading most if not all successful people also work out and of course like that's the business that we're in so I just thought that would be interesting to talk about. I mean, why do you think those two are linked? Like, why would reading and working out be, like, such, you know, strong habits that, you know, kind of go hand-in-hand hand with people that are, you know, mm-hmm. successful in business or, you know, in life? Yeah, I was thinking about this when I beforehand, and, I mean, I think it could go different ways, but for one, as somebody that reads every day obviously is strong at creating a habit, so maybe that means that they're already strong in creating habits. So mm-hmm. they they can they have an easier time creating a workout habit. Or it could completely be the other way around, in that they are spending more of their time reading and and you know challenging their mind. And so in because of that, they want to also challenge their body, and they sure. know they have to do yeah. it to be healthy. Right. And um, so I'm sure, like, there's definitely a cross section. Who knows why? But right. um, if you create a habit of reading every day, like, you are invested in yourself, you're invested right. in your well-being, which is exactly what happens when you create a habit and working out. So right. It's like right. One good habit like begets another. Yeah. Yes. Habit. Yeah. 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 Because if you're reading to um, learn more and expand your knowledge, then obviously you care about mm-hmm. well, it, you know. For I think most of the most of the time, people would care about how what they eat and if mm-hmm. they're going to go work out, and I think it just creates somewhat of a balance. So I definitely think the two go hand in hand in a way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's interesting. It's like you know, I guess if you're going to do something pretty much every day, like that's like a discipline, right? Like you're disciplined mm-hmm. to do it. So if you're going to be reading every day. You're going to be, I guess, exercising your mind and then, yeah, the discipline of, like, also working out. I mean, because you're already, you know, have mastered, like, one, like, being disciplined in one area. So it's pretty easy to, like, like stack on that, if you will. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like the chicken and the egg. Like, who know mm-hmm. what, you know, what, what comes first or, like, what's the driving behind? It'll be different for everybody. But I think if you are, have a really strong ability to read every day, you have a really strong ability to create other healthy habits in your life, and you probably see that person cross over into multiple areas. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, <coughs> uh, have you ever read anything that just blew your mind or changed your life? Like, this is where we're going to talk about, like, what we like to read and all that good stuff. Yeah. Besides Harry Potter. Or maybe this is Harry Potter. This was where I was going to bring in Harry Potter. But Love like, it. Since I've already blown that he realization to everybody. everybody. Um, You're a big lead-in. Yeah, I know. I was, I was going to bring it in here, but that's okay. You probably already turned it off because you don't want to hear anymore. Uh, but I personally, while I'm talking about Harry Potter and reading about all these fantasies and worlds and whatnot, I do really enjoy a nonfiction read too and that kind of came after college because I think in college you're just yes. like after college I was like what can I read yes. what novels can I yeah. read what can and then you know you kind of swing back in but I Malcolm Gladwell is one of my favorite authors and honestly he his podcast is really great too but honestly every time I read a book from him I'm like oh my I've never thought about it that way like he just creates such a great perspective I'm not going to give an example exactly but I've like 
gone through all of his books and just love like how he has a different perspective on things. And the other one I just think is good to mention, really been good, like this was one of the first books I read when I started working here full time. And I'm sure you have all read it, or if not, you should, but how to make friends and influence people. Like it just really taught me how to have conversations with people and how to um, offer criticism to people and how to, um, just how not to make mistakes when interacting with a staff or with a team. Um, so that's one I go back to a lot and really enjoy. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I'd say um, after college, when you're sort of trying to figure out, you know, just trying to figure life out pretty much. <laughs> um, I, and this is so silly, but there's a book by Cameron Diaz and it's called The Body Book. And I got that, I mean, I was probably more so around 26 or something when I got it. And because I know everyone can have, you know, you get down on yourself and like, what can I do to, I just sort of had a turning point once I got this book because it was so real and just hearing it from someone like her who I think is, you know, she struggled too and a lot like we all do, but it was just good to hear about how you can have balance and just how to sort of balance things out and be more healthy and treat yourself, treat your body right and whatnot. So that was like just a huge changing point for me. And that's when I decided to, you know, I wanted to have like a good workout regimen and eating healthier and just sort of it all sort of came together after that, which is crazy. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I haven't even heard of that. I'll have to check it out. I can share out. it with you. Yeah. Well, we'll just link all these books up in yeah. the show notes, so don't feel like you have to, like, pull the car over and write them down <laughs> or anything, get it into a wreck. We'll put all of these on the website, she'sonhertoes.com, and uh, link up so you can check out these books. But we'll yeah, that's link awesome. all seven Harry Potters. Oh, my okay, gosh. I'll, yeah, I'll <laughs> I will make Carolyn link all seven <laughs> Harry Potters. <laughs> Wow. Like, Emily it, actually goes to the Harry Potter convention. She um, did if not there was know. one in yeah. town, I'd go. She I'll dresses up and everything. <laughs> yep. Do you, like, go home and drink that butterbeer? Like, do you have a I wand? Don't... No. Oh, my God. Yes. No, my face is turning red. I don't have a wand. <laughs> but I feel like I might get a wand for the gag gift in my near future. Oh, gosh. I can't believe you haven't even dressed up for Halloween as Harry Potter or anything. No, I'm letting it all well, come out Well, she might. Right yeah. Now. Nice. I love it. I love it. Well, um, did you, speaking of Malcolm Gladwell, because I do love his podcast, Revisionist, it's Revisionist History, that's the one you're talking, have you uh, listened to, like, this week's one? No, don't, don't blow it, I didn't even realize (laughs) I didn't even realize it back, Um, and then I I was, like, scrolling through my podcast Uh the other day, and I saw that, 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 are there two episodes out, or now just one? I think there's two. Okay, I'm two behind, and I haven't watched, listened to either of them. This is, like, the one, it it came out this morning, and I listened to it when I was um, getting ready for work and uh it's really good it's really interesting like it's like he makes a correlation about it's about football and uh I mean you'll just have to listen to it yeah Yeah. I I just he go back and listen to there's three seasons this one is the third season is the new one um but the first season I think the first season was better than the second but go back and listen to all of them because he just has such an interesting perspective on things and I literally learn something every time I listen to them um and I just look forward to them every week Yes. I also like the one, I guess it was from last season, about, like, golf courses. Oh, the golf course one? Yeah. I, that was, you know when you listen to something and you want to tell everybody? I was going up to everybody. I'm like, let me tell oh, you about yeah. golf courses in California. <laughs> <laughs> that was one where I was just, like, I just learned so much. Yeah. I, like, I can't believe this is a thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's awesome. One. Yeah, super interesting. Hmm? Well, I guess, like, 
I really like, and I talk about this all the time, so I should probably have picked a different one, but the book that I just cannot get enough of is called The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, and I bought a copy for everybody that works here, I guess it was like two years ago, and I'm sure like three people read it, but no, just kidding. <laughs> Hopefully, so if you haven't read your copy yet, <laughs> this is your friendly reminder. <laughs> this is your reminder that maybe you should read it. No, just kidding. Yeah, I love this book. I just, I read it at a time in my life when I think I was just like really open to the message and I had just started working with my business coach, Marianne, and it's basically about how like you can just make like one small change and it just like compounds to like bigger things so there's this really cool story in the book about how he like because it's him personally he was uh, a real estate agent in the uh, San Francisco area and how he like visualized that he wanted to live in like this certain house in this certain neighborhood and he just was like you know, it was like a multi-million dollar home and like he just was at the point so early in his career where he was really struggling and you know, this, that and the other. And then like at one point he sees this listing, it's like many years later, he like goes to this listing, he sees it and he's like, oh my God, that's the house that I wanted. And he like at that point is super successful in real estate and he can buy it. Like, so he does and like lives there. I just thought that was like literally the coolest story and it's happened so many times like two years ago I was like I really want to like own my own home and I want to have like a nice like front porch with like a swing and like you know all this stuff and now I own a porch with a swing and a house like and it's awesome and I mean I just think that's so you like once you kind of like visualize like what it is that you want you your mind starts to like find ways to make it happen and I just think that is a super powerful message. And the book is really short. It's like 150 pages, 125 pages. So if you don't like reading, get it on Audible or just, you know, blow through it. It'll probably take you a couple days. But yeah, I love that book. All right, so we just talked about what our, like, you know, most impactful books are. And super interesting to hear uh, y'all's, uh, what has impacted you as uh, you've been reading throughout your lives but um like what are you reading now like what are you reading and listening to now so like if somebody was going to the beach or going on vacation or taking you know a long car ride like what would we recommend to them now I love thrillers mystery a lot of fiction um suspense all of that so I actually have a group of friends here where we have a book club <laughs> and um we pick different books and then we'll meet and hang out and chat about them and whatnot and a couple that we've read that we all have really enjoyed one's called girls in the garden and it's by lisa jewell it's very good it's based out of london um and it's just full of suspense thriller you don't know what's going to happen until the very end and i'm all about i know what's i can figure it out but this one i couldn't figure it out until close to the end and then another really good one is the girl before by J.P. Delaney. Very good. That one, last page, was yeah, eye-opening. Yep. Um, and right now, reading the one I mentioned about, uh, that Carolyn gave us, the nonfiction, how to never, 
never lose a customer again. Yeah. So that will apply to what we're doing here. Yes, by (laughs) Joey Coleman. And it's been very good so far. And I'm also... um, We should get Joey Coleman on this podcast. Yes! (laughs) Will you please join us? Yes. (laughs) Love your dentist story, by the way. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was really good. Yes. Yes. He was sold. You can cut this out. So I started that, and I'm about halfway through, but I love that first story about, he talks about like how he had a great human interaction at a dentist, which yeah, we just yeah. typically don't, right? Well, not long after that, I went to the eye doctor, which is happens to be a client of ours, and I just decided I was going to go to a new eye doctor because I hadn't found one that I had really liked, and I had a really similar experience. Oh, like, that's awesome. They knew my name. Yeah. They were so welcoming and so, like, everybody, I just felt like I just, like, walked into a, yeah. a place where I had been for a long time um, and had just the most amazing experience there, and it made me think exactly uh-huh. of that same, and I, yeah. I honestly thought to my head, well, I'm not, I would never go to another eye doctor now. Like, yeah. why would I ever go to another eye doctor? Yeah. I clearly am happy here. And I've probably been to, like, five since I've lived here. Yeah. Um, so it's so true what he talks about, like, human behavior yeah. and, like, creating a connection. That was a good one. Yeah. You're going to have to let you're gonna have to let me borrow some of those. Yes, I will do, do. I do love a good thriller. Um, <laughs> Lee Moriarty is one of my favorite authors oh, as yeah. far as, like, oh, yeah. those go. I've read oh, all big of little them. Big Little Lies. Although, that, What Alice sorry. Forgot is way better is than it? Big okay. Little Lies. I I'll think. try that one next. So, like, yeah. what are those books about? So they're all I okay for the record, y'all. I don't really read nonfiction or fiction. I'm like a pure like nonfiction. Yes, <laughs> those they are thrillers. They are okay. like drama, drama suspense. Yeah, yeah. there's normally a murder. Okay, murder. Trying to investigate, but it's very like um, I don't want to say like what's what's the word like I don't want to say like gossipy, but it's just very well, dramatic. Yeah, okay. like yeah. you know, there's they, a lot going on. They, they're page yeah. turners. Gotcha. They're, yeah. Like you up at sitting 2 on the beach, like one. Okay. Yes, yeah, or okay. up at two a.m. Yes, yes. you so can't love, put it down. Love yeah, all of her. Love her. I also really like really love to read about like health and wellness. Um, so I'm always reading like something that has that pertains to that. I just read a book um, called Unprocessed by Chef AJ, which mm-hmm. was really great. It's um, all about like calorie density and like ha- ways that we can eat healthier. Just things like that really, really interest me. Loved that. And also Jillian Flynn is another mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Anything that she puts out, loves the loves the. I love those books. And um, another one that I just recently finished that kind of relates back to um, ones that kind of changed your life or blew your mind or whatever. Finding Ultra by Rich Roll is about a like a middle-aged man who changes his life completely and then completes these unbelievable like feats of running. And he does like ultra marathons, hundreds of miles, and. 10 years ago, he was like an overweight, unhappy lawyer, and that book was just super inspiring. Oh. Love that one. That's definitely a good one if you're looking for something to kind of uplifting mm-hmm. and um, that falls in line with fitness, too. Well, yeah, so I'm super boring. I pretty much only read business, <laughs> nonfiction books. Right now, I'm reading uh, a book from this guy that I actually saw like speak. His name is Keith Cunningham, and he's from Austin. Texas, and the book is called The Road Less Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds smart. Yeah, and it's basically like, it's kind of cool.
cool like the way you wrote it because and I guess like the title sounds terrible but like if you had heard the guy speak before that's like totally him he's like super blunt like super and it's all about like business is not difficult like you just make it difficult because you're not thinking that's kind of his message but the book is kind of cool the way he approached it it's like I don't know like 40 chapters but they're all small and short but basically like you could read each chapter and like not have read any of the previous ones so like oh, they, they kind of like stand alone yeah. so I guess like 40 like little like essays or lessons so that's kind of cool because I had I kind of put it down for a while and then read something else and then got back to it which is something I never do I always try to read something and then move stop on, and then it, move yeah. on but I for some reason thought it was really important to get this other book read <laughs> so <laughs> I did that and that was that book that we've been talking about like non-stop and that's um Never Lose a Customer Again by Joey Coleman. Uh, and yeah, so which I read literally in two days. I mean, that was an awesome book. So if you're looking for a good business book, then uh, that would be a good one. But yeah, I like The Road Less Stupid. I'm, I'm not sure that I would really like recommend it as like a top read, but like it's like definitely like good information and definitely has like solidified like a bunch of other business books that, you know, are kind of, I guess, like iconic business books. Um, I think like one book that I would totally recommend though in the business category is by Napoleon Hill and that is Think and Grow Rich. And this book was written back in the 30s and what happened, Napoleon Hill was basically like contracted by Andrew Carnegie to go around and interview like every single person in like America, I guess even in the world, that was like a was a successful business person and back then there really weren't that many and I mean these people we would consider like like billionaires right now obviously like Andrew Carnegie you know would kind of be like the equivalent of I don't know like Mark Zuckerberg like Bill Gates like just these ultra ultra successful people that built something like truly incredible um, in their business that basically yeah like changed the world or whatever and so he interviews all these people and essentially like writes this book and compiles like all of their habits and like all of the things that they do um, and they do have a lot of things in common and so it's just kind of interesting I mean it's super old school like it and it's all about men because back then oh, like yeah. there really weren't any women CEOs so you know you have to kind of take it for what it's worth but then there is another book it's kind of like a companion to it I guess it's called Think and Grow Rich for Women and that was written later by um, Sharon Lecter, who was also like a co-author of the Rich Dad, Poor Dad series, which I still haven't even read those books yet, and I guess they're awesome. Um, but she kind of co-wrote the first one and then left that franchise and now works um, in conjunction with, with the Napoleon Hill Foundation. And so she wrote this book, Think and Grow Rich for Women, and it has like more of a slant towards like the modern day like businesswoman so it, it is interesting but I mean still the first one is like spot on you just kind of have to like for you know like pretend that maybe it's about women too <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean I've also read this really good book called the checklist manifesto and I it's really interesting it's uh written by this doctor who uh, just writes about like the importance of checklists in the medical field which obviously could be applied to really any 
field of business. Um, but yeah, just I thought that was a really interesting book. Of course, I texted my doctor immediately after I finished reading it and asked her if she uh, had read the book, and she said yes. So I was like, okay, perfect. Well, I'll keep going to you then. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I just think there are so many awesome books out there, so many great things. I mean, podcasts, like what are y'all listening to? Like, I think besides this one. I like definitely sway a little bit on this one. I kind of listen to a couple things and a couple of them are really long form. And so that's, that's all that I listen to. But I love Revisionist History by Malcolm Gladwell. That's definitely one worth doing. His aren't super long, they're great. My Mighty Green, if you've ever been to their website, I love their website. Their message is awesome. They're all about wellness and health and um, doing it in a smart, way. The Mind Body Green podcast with Jacob Walkup is awesome. He brings in lots of like up and coming CEOs of in the industry of fitness and health and a lot of them are are like retailers so they're creating these products and they talk about their journeys from, you know, like literally making smoothies in their apartment and like taking a cab to deliver them to like now these multi-million dollar companies so really i encourage you to listen to that one and then the the author rich roll of the book that i really loved finding ultra he has a podcast where he brings in he brings in a lot of like medical doctors and just kind of gets a um gets really into the research so if you're somebody that likes details and like things like that he's a great one to listen to um, those are my three favorites I'm embarrassed to say I um, need to expand my nonfiction a bit. I don't li- I listen to ours, or you know, <laughs> um, but really I go through phases with if I'm either reading or podcasts, and it really depends on how long I'm going to be in the car. I will always try to find a good podcast when I'm driving somewhere, but it hasn't really been just hasn't really worked out lately much. But ones I have listened to. Guess again, they're mystery and thrillers. Um, everyone's probably heard of the serial. Yeah, um, I yeah. cannot wait for that one to come back yeah. on. Okay, like, what yeah. are they doing? So like, good. what are they? Yeah. Like, are you? yeah. <laughs> Um, but that was, and just, there's another one called Up and Vanished. Anything to do with mystery. I'm just really <laughs> enthralled with it, so yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that says. Um, I mean, I love that, uh, the one that Emily mentioned, the um, How I Built This. Like, that one is definitely in my rotation. I love that show. And then just, yeah, like, just the general, like, it's called, like, the TED Radio Hour, and they kind of, like, do compilations of different episodes, like, different TED Talks into, like, different topics. And that one is pretty interesting. And then I will share one of my favorite podcasts. I've been listening to it probably like every single episode caught up for like the last year. And I will preface this by saying, do not listen to this podcast with your children in the car Mm -hmm. because it is, there is a lot of explicit language, Um, but it's called MF CEO and MF, you can guess what that means. Google it. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, it's CEO. So, and it's like produced by this guy, Andy Frisella. He owns a supplement company called First Form. And it's basically, I mean, it's kind of like what we're doing now. It's like him and then a couple of his employees and they're just like sitting around, like talking about business and talking about like what, um, you know, they think is like the best thing to do in business. And it's always really funny because I feel like the first, like he has like two shows, like one is on Tuesday and it's like long, like a long lesson. And then he has one on either Thursday or Friday that's like shorter. And 
it's just funny because I feel like the first like 10 to 20 minutes of the long one is just like him just going off about like random stuff that like is just pissing him off. And then they kind of like settle into like topic. the topic. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's just interesting. I mean, obviously he's like talking about like fitness and supplements and, but they don't even really mention like their business that much. And they're just kind of shooting the shit, like talking about stuff and Occasionally, he'll have guests on, and then they just kind of like, I don't know. It's just, it's a good, it's a good, if you own a business, you should listen to it. If you do not, then maybe you can skip that one, unless you just want to hear a bunch of F-bombs for an hour. <laughs> but, um, no, I like it. I would highly recommend it. And then I listened to another one. Uh, I just kind of started listening to this one, so, like, at first I wasn't really into it, but now I think I've listened to enough that, um, like, it's kind of grown on me. But it's called The Gold Digger Podcast by Jenna Kutcher. And she is like a self-made um, like Instagram and like online, like I guess media mogul. She used to, like she I guess worked at Target in their like corporate marketing department and then decided she wanted to be a photographer. So she she's just really interesting. So she'll have guests on. And it's definitely, obviously, gold digger. It means, uh, you know, it's more of, like, woman-focused, more talking about just, like, how if you, you know, want to op- start your own business, like, you know, how you can go about doing that in, like, a, a good, like, sensical way. But, oh, my God, y'all, my favorite podcast right now. I know MFCO is pretty good, but uh, really, I listen to this every day, and it's a seven-day-a-week podcast. It's called <laughs> Side Hustle School, and at first, like, I just started listening to it because some of these things are just so just incredible. Like, they're just so crazy. Like, these people start these side hustles. Like, y'all know what a side uh-huh. hustle is, right? Wait, like, wait, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I do for, know that. <laughs> for those of you listening that don't understand what a side hustle is, it's basically, like, your side gig, like a second job that you create for yourself out of like filling a need or, you know, it's like kind of a passion project for you. You don't necessarily make that much money, but some of these people make a lot of money from their side hustles. But oh my gosh, I mean, they range from like, yeah, like blogging and starting like an online course to like this one woman started a school to learn how to groom cats. (laughs) You gotta do what you're good at. I mean, it's like, it's just crazy. Or like these people created these like, like, I don't know, like buttons that they sell online Uh to like commemorate like different like travel and stuff like that. I mean, just like people buy it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just so interesting to hear like of all the creativity, like all the things. And I mean, some of these people like, you know, have just like they're engineers, but they're like, you know creating like rhinestone encrusted like bathing suits like it's just so interesting I mean that is actually an episode like it's just so interesting to like hear these stories and it's seven days it's each one is like 10 minutes so you could definitely listen to it in the car on the way somewhere um but yeah it's just really interesting so yeah if you're needing to be inspired about a side hustle start listening to side hustle school (laughs) all right well I guess we've kind of wrapped we're wrapping it up here we've talked about what we're reading now I guess what has most inspired us I mean do we have any last words on the importance of reading I mean hopefully everyone gets that reading is important and you should be doing it and if you're not you suck but no just kidding (laughs) I think you should just like I think everybody should just 
you can read like to escape mm -hmm. to and like to just let yourself fall into something that isn't the real life isn't your real life or you're reading to learn and become better and it's not necessarily that one's better than the other or maybe you do both like, I feel like I, have a, I do both like sometimes I just want to not yeah. I just want to like zone out but whatever it is see if you can find something that inspires you like you could obviously tell with each one of us when we were talking about a book that we really loved and that's the goal find something that you really enjoy reading and you're just going to continue from all right, well, on that note, I think we'll say goodbye, and we'll catch you next week. Again, if you have enjoyed the podcast and the content, please leave a review and let us know your thoughts. Let us know if you read any of these books or tried any of these podcasts, listened to any of these podcasts, and you liked them, let us know. Uh, that would be super awesome feedback for us and will help us uh, you know, as we do future shows. And then, of course, uh, all of the topics, all of the books and the podcasts that we talked about, I will link on the show notes. So you just go to www.she'sonhertoes.com and have that full list so that you can download every single Harry Potter book. <laughs> <laughs> My life is just made. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Babysitter's Club is out of print. So I, no, oh, it's still there. I, oh, it's still it is still there. there. Okay, oh, yeah. Okay, all right. Well... Maybe, maybe those are antiques. They're like, maybe you can buy them for one penny. You have to get them on eBay or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe somebody's selling a whole set. <laughs> well, good times. All right. Well, happy reading, and we will catch you next week for the next episode. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon.
next to your arm Beating song lights swimming Flying in space floating like grace Alone and together one and yet still An instant, an impulse, individual Home beat sound sing itself Singing self, singing self, singing self Singing itself, singing, singing It's okay to pray, to be deep, to be light To just breathe, it's okay to be Ha 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 